everyone asks, how do you find these deals? Deals are created, they're not found. We create them through asking good questions, being in their universe. What's the timeline for the sale? I don't care when I sell it. Well, that's not a motivated seller right there. I'm never gonna say, are you a motivated seller? Because no one wants to say that. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey guys, welcome to Big Fat Real Estate Checks. My name is Marco Kozlowski, and I'm with uh, Francesco Galluccio and Gabriella Araisha. And today we will be discussing something pretty cool that is uh, piggybacking on the uh, last episode that we did, which was MVP. And of course, if you have not listened to any episodes yet, please hit the pause button. Go back to the first 10 episodes where we explain asset-based lending, what we do in far, as far as uh, helping you to serve you, uh, how to get into asset-based lending, how to develop the skill sets necessary to never have to use your own money again, again to buy assets. Because of how you structure deals using skills, not money. You don't need money to do anything if you know how to do things correctly. And I'm looking forward to uh, seeing your results once you apply these things. Of course, if you just listen to it and do nothing, nothing's going to happen. The shame, the true tragedy in life is knowing how to do something and not doing it, which is definitely not what we want. Not what we want. So thanks for uh, hopping into this uh, episode today and listening to us. It helps us uh, not need medication. We're able to actually communicate and have other people listen, and that feels really good. And hopefully this content is going to help you tremendously. So today we're going to be discussing how to really serve others, which is aligned with your MVP, and how to do it using other people's universes. And uh, that's going to become quite clear as we go down this rabbit hole. But just a snapshot of this is no one really gives a shit about us. It's all about other people. And if we serve others, we're A, going to feel really good about giving back and really being of service. And number two, the byproduct, the poop of all that information or digestion is going to be money. So we're pooping out money. Literally, it's the byproduct. It's not the goal, right? So the food is is what we enjoy, which is our mission, vision, and purpose and outcomes money if you do it correctly in the right environment and in mass. Well, right? Where do you come up Am with these? I don't know. Up? I love out of it. his ass. It comes out of his ass. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's a memorable it's out of your ass. It's, it's a byproduct of, of Marco's brain. I love it. Hey, listen, it's- But it's true. It, it's not that it's dirty. You the it's energy just the and all that. You enjoy yes. it and then you poop up. You're, you're pooping out money. So you're recycling. It's the best recycling it's program definitely ever. Definitely natural fertilizer. Uh, yes, for sure. And I'm not trying to be gross. No, I'm no, I, I love it. I really do. I really do love it. I love when you come up with shit like that. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Oh my God. But I'm bum. So shall we digress? Uh, <laughs> we're going to we, we get yes. some sound effects on this yeah. podcast. Yes. So right. I guess to segue from the MVP, the mission, vision, purpose, we, you know, we mentioned to you that money wasn't a valid reason to do anything and that you should be instead focusing on serving others. But how do you do that? And how can you serve others? And everybody says, everybody who wants to serve others tries to serve others, but in the end, they're really trying to serve themselves. And you have to be careful with that. The only way you can serve others is by understanding what others need. And how do you understand what others need? The only way is, and, and this is the old adage of, you know, you should walk a mile in their shoes in order to understand what they're going through, right? And that's the exact kind of situation you have to 
find a way to get into their universe as we call it so get in their shoes and understand what they're seeing from their point of view in order to be able to best be able to help them right so it's funny because you see a lot of these pictures you see someone who's just looking at a, a, a let's say a lion and they're painting it if i'm sitting in front of a lion and painting it i'm gonna paint their face and whatnot but if a giraffe is painting the line all you're gonna see is kind of the top side of the line so the point of view is extremely important for you to understand what your counterpart in this case a seller for example is really needing or is really seeing in order for you to be able to serve them so if you think all they need is money and you're trying to take that away from them, it's not going to serve them. But if you understand where they're going or what they're planning to do with the money or, or their situation once they finish with this transaction, that might give you some insight as to how to approach that situation and then come up with a solution that best serves them. And in the end, if you're serving them, we, we've said this a million times, you will get rewarded and usually that's money. So that's kind of the gist of how getting into the universe works and how you can best serve others. There, there's a caveat to that. Without your biases or your beliefs or your preconceptions, you have to have a complete blank whiteboard in the back of you. I use whiteboards in almost every aspect of every business. We're always whiteboarding things. And when you start with a whiteboard, it's blank. There's nothing. And that's how you have to enter the conversation because I don't matter when I'm trying to serve someone. I don't matter. In fact, even at a bar, a bartender will say, what can I get you? What do you want to drink? How can I help you? They have no idea what you want. Unless they know you, right? If they you right? come in and I, I, you but, order the same thing over and over, they will. But yeah, the first but time. The first time, the first time we don't know anything. If you walked into a place and says, you're going to have this, you'd be like, fuck off. I don't want any of that. <laughs> right? But that's true. And that's how people generally behave. Yeah. It's about what they want. So you have to be completely empty and a vacuum and just a cup and have an empty cup and start. And the only way to really know and understand what a, your counterpart needs is really by asking a series of effective questions, right? And the better the questions you ask, the, the more effective you're going to be, which is really comes down to skill set. But just yeah. we're right now we're going into the, the big idea here is that if you come in with a preconceived idea that someone is, is hurting for money and you're communicating with them as if they're broke, but they're actually extremely wealthy and have a disease or going through a really hard time with something else, you're really going to irritate them and you're going to lose the opportunity because you're not really serving them by taking your preconceptions into the conversation. And it's so, sorry, go ahead. I thought no, no, I was just going to no, say no, that no, it's I'm, funny no. that you mentioned this because it does put things in perspective in that we're dealing in, a, in an industry, you know, real estate that we're trying to treat it differently than any other, I guess, sales job. But at the end of the day, it's, it's indirectly the same thing because if we took the same person who's trying to buy a property and put them as a car salesman. Again, when the customer comes in, are they going to tell them, well, you know, you're going to go to this minivan because you have two children or you don't need a minivan because you have two children. But meanwhile, they have four more at home or three more at home that they just didn't bring with them. You don't know that you have to ask questions and you're going to ask them, well, you know, what are you looking for? And then you're going to keep digging. Well, do you need space? Do you need oh, your kids play hockey? So you need room for their, their, their bags and whatnot. So it's always revolving around what the other party needs. And, but for some reason, when it comes to real estate, everybody seems to forget that it's about the other party. And we, you know, and I, I'm going to say we, because I think we're all guilty of this at some point in our real estate journey is that we, we feel that it's for us when really it's about the other party. And just like a car salesman will only get paid if they sell the car, 
you will get paid once we solve an issue, which is in their case, buying their house or buying their property, which is what they're selling. So it, very interesting. It, good point you bring up, Marco, there. Thanks. I wanted to, you mentioned something, Gabe, that was interesting, where it says walk in their shoes or be in their situations. I, I think a lot of entrepreneurs out there, we brushed on this on the on the previous episode, they did walk in other people's shoes, in their shoes, and that's why they created a cause or a business around that. So I, I was giving you the legal business that I started because I went through, I was walking basically in their shoes. I went through that ordeal. I went through that process, which was a nightmare. And the purpose was, how do I make it simple for that person? The same thing with, you know, my wife started a, a charity. She was, you know, my nephew had a, an immune disease uh, when he was young and the whole family went through it. it. It was a scary time in all of our lives. And, you know, she realized how many other kids have it. It's a really rare disease. And she started a, um, a fundraiser, like a, found, uh, like a charity for immune, immunity deficiency. And so that was her driving point. But people that are contributing. So she was serving people that have kids and, and she was trying to educate them through a kid does have this rare disease. How are you going to get through it? So she was putting herself. We were in their shoes because we were in their shoes at one point. It wasn't my kid. It was my nephew, which is just as close. And I love it as my kid. So or going through the legal ordeal, you know, how do I make it better? So putting yourselves in their shoes, you got to understand every, there's always a reason or a purpose. Someone's buying something or doing something. You just got to understand what it is and help them get it or her. It had nothing to do with you at all. No. It's all about them, right? Yeah. So no matter what, if you're, whether you're trying to invest in property, which we have to buy and create deals, this is all about deal creation at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Everyone asked, you know, how do you find these deals? Deals are created. They're not found. We create them through asking good questions, being in their universe. You know, what's the timeline for the sale? I don't care when I sell it. Well, that's not a motivated seller right there. I'm never going to say, are you a motivated seller? Because that's, no one wants to say that. Or will you discount your property? Discount is a nasty, like no one wants to discount any, anything, right? So it's really focusing again, not on money, but their actual need. What do they really need, want in order to move on to the next step without preconceptions on me and the best students we have are the ones that remove their ego out of it completely and are just laser focused on their counterpart oh my god i remember uh marco when i first started with you and i'm sure you recall this if i say fort lauderdale and oh my god Karen. so i'm not gonna go through the whole story but we have two hours oh, okay that's fine so back in uh 2005 15 <laughs> no anyways so there was a seller that was selling her property for like triple the amount of money and we were perplexed as to why. So as you know, again, I, I was new at this. I was relying on Marco to, you know, oh my give me the question. I had no clue. You flew down to Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> no. You talked to her. Yeah. No, you hold on a second. this time. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, that was actually, I was already down there for a uh -huh. session of yours. I happened to be going to Fort Lauderdale. I was in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, okay. That was no lie. It's, oh, I was right, learning, right, right. but yes. But anyways, so going through all that in the end, yada, 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 in the end, <laughs> It wasn't about the money. She didn't want the money. She needed a place to live. And if she sold her property for any less, the IRS was going to, she did a lot of uh, 1031 exchanges. If you know what that means is you sell one property and you can put that money into another property without paying uh, capital gains. Yeah, tax tax so deferral. Kept, yeah. So yeah, tax deferral. So she kept doing that for many, 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 many years. So this was, this was her last asset. So if she sold it, they were going to take, the IRS is going to, you know, they want to get paid. So if she did that, she needed enough money still to live. And she needed a roof over her house um, and over her head. So in the end, it wasn't even about the money. It was about I needed shelter and I need a little bit of scratch, a little bit of money to live my life, to, you know, to eat, go out, 
you know, play bingo with my community center. And her medication. And her medication. You're right. That's right. So yep. in the end, it was not about the money. So we, we crafted, you know, a, a, a solution for her that helped her situation. So we went into into her universe and, and it was done through obviously a process and it was, you know, it wasn't instantaneous. It was it was over time that we got all these nuggets from her and we're trying to put our heads together. Well, mostly it was you, Marco. Um, I was still I was like, what? What do you mean we're going to make her live there for free? You're still in diapers. Yeah. I was still, yeah, I was still, I was still drinking milk. Well, you're still, you're, you're still doing spreadsheets and where the sunset on this uh, it had property. to be Feng Shui. About, oh, it, it was actually north. It was a north. It was a north south direction. So we got sun throughout yes. the whole day. <laughs> I yeah. remember that. All joking aside, but it's only because we collected the necessary information because no one sells for money. Because if I put you in a room full of money, you'll die. If we lock the door and, and disappear for a year, mm. if I put you on a des deserted island with $50 million or bricks of gold or whatever that is, you will die. So you are not looking for money. You're looking for what money brings, right? It's the exchange of energy between money and the next thing that you want. The money brings you the car or the money brings you the shelter, the money brings you the food or the money brings you something else or the experience that you're going through that you can enjoy life with. But it's not money itself. It's a means to an end, right? So where I'm going with this is that if you understand all the pieces of the puzzle without any biases of my own, right? And just listen to what's happening, the answer will be obvious with experience. Now, Frank, you didn't, you didn't see it. I did just because of experience. And it's same thing with the mobile home park, Perry. If you remember that, one of the sellers was partners with the lender and they got screwed over. And they, we asked, what are you doing with the lender? What are you doing with the money? Because it was a private note. Nothing to do with us, right? What are you doing with the money? Oh, well, uh, you know, I don't know. I, it's not been performing. And then we said, why don't you make it perform? Put it back into the deal and uh, to serve the seller, right? It was to serve the seller. It wasn't to serve us. It happened to serve us, but it served the seller more than it served us, allowing us to make even more money. So that's, that's the point I'm trying to make here is remove yourself from the equation and magical things happen. Gabe, you were going to say something? No, I was so just going to add that with the, the same way we... We say that money shouldn't motivate your, I guess, your process or shouldn't be the end that you're looking for. That's not, you can't be your MVP. That applies to everyone in the world. So, you know, if someone is selling something, sure, they need the money, but they don't need the money just to leave it in their bank account. They need their money to do something else with it. So when you ask the right questions and find out what really the motivation behind the transaction is, it's going to help you uh, be able to craft solutions that are probably more in line with what they need and that's how you end up getting either a better deal or a better a better situation for for everyone involved so yeah, it goes both ways it's not just it's not just for you that's what they did back in the days before money and when they just had gold, barter just right, bartered, right? Mm -hmm. it's like what do you want what do you need what do you need and they just got together and, and served each other's why needs. don't you tell me what i need well <laughs> why don't you tell me what i want <laughs> so <laughs> sorry we're in a we're in a seinfeld kick over here we're having a blast but Oh, well, so moral of the story, Gabe. Moral of the story is just wrap get yeah, wrap get up. put yourself in their universe and don't have any preconceived assumptions or conceptions. Go in there totally blank minded and you know, ask the right questions to understand your 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 counterpart situations from their point of view. And once you can do that, you're gonna be able to uh, find better solutions to help uh, both them and yourself. There is a second part to that, which is listen to what's actually being said. Because asking the right questions is one thing, but actually listening to what's happening is something that we 
see doesn't happen a lot. What was, what was um, that? Uh, exactly. Most people are so focused on what they're going to say next that they're not actually listening to what's actually happening in the now. So that can I think we've already done that, that yep. topic in past episodes, but it's extremely important to listen and uh, really just have that void, that emptiness. So you can, from a place of curiosity in their world, really just be as curious as possible like a kid. And kids learn very quickly because they're always curious. And somehow as we get older, we that curiosity turns into anger. I, <laughs> I, and I think it's ego and, and yeah, it's like, I'm not going to ask or whatever. I know better. Yeah, I'm not going to do this. I, they're going to say no. And right. They're going to say no. They're not going to accept this. It's not going to work. And those are all preconceptions. These are all pre... We can do a whole podcast. Oh, my God. We, maybe we should because I had a... Actually, maybe, you know what? Guess I, what, guys? I think we should. Stephanie, all right. Well, get, yeah. well, let's stop, 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 stop. All right, guys. Tune into the next <laughs> podcast where we're going to talk about all that stuff. Yeah, let's wrap this up now, guys. Again, just find out what the other counterparts universe looks like or business or whatever. What do, what do they need? Because all business is, is figure out what people need, go out and, and go give it to them. Three steps. That's it. And that's at the end of the day, what all we're trying to do, it has nothing again to do with us. Remove your ego, kill your ego. It's very important. So on that note, thanks for listening. Like us, love us, share us. Subscribe, 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 and uh, help uh, help the community get to 2,000 likes, loves, or 3,000. Maybe we're already at 2,000 if you're listening to this in the future, and I hope uh, we are. Appreciate you guys very much as a listener, and of course, Frank and Gabe, brothers from another mother, and I'm looking forward to seeing your success as a listener and really be laser-focused on how you can impact other humans' lives through skills uh, to really make a big difference in this lifetime to allow yourself to take care of your whole family for the rest of time. I look forward to uh, seeing that success. And of course, if you want help in any way, shoot us an email, marco at marcokozlowski.com. That's marco at marcokozlowski.com. Delighted to help you aid your journey to succeed. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Have a great life. Doodles. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to GetDealsByTuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to GetDealsByTuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.